Albert Pearson was a baseball player for the California Angels back in the 60s, and um, he met the Lord, um, became very passionate for Jesus. Him and his wife, Helen, started a, as I hear the story, I remember the story, he started a house group, with a, <clears throat> and many young people started coming. This is back in the Jesus movement, which is getting started, and hundreds just started coming to his house, getting saved, getting baptized, getting filled with the Spirit. And from there, uh, Albie launched off later on to full-time ministry and planted churches, ministered all over the world. Um, a wonderful, sweet man. And one of the places he planted, one of his major church plants was in a, a place called Lake Crowley, just half hour south of Mammoth. Beautiful location. And um, uh, we are here celebrating the 50th celebration of that church called the Year of Jubilee. Here were some friends who invited me, Tom and Candy Hefsavian, some good friends of mine who are... Actually, Tom is Albie's son-in-law, Candy is his daughter, obviously, and they're key leaders in this movement. And they invited myself and Bill Borkhart and another friend of ours, Tara Packer, just to come up and be a part. We've just had a connection. We've all met Albie, been blessed by him. He's prayed for us. We feel like uh, we're, you know, it's extended family. And the Lord uh, called us up here just to... To celebrate, be a part. I'm going to lead a little worship. Bill's going to preach a little bit. We're just going to do what we do and enjoy the body of Christ. Um, the reason I'm sharing this is I, <clears throat> I believe things like this are so critical as um, the next generations surfacing. You know, the Sean Foyts and uh, um, the, the different movements are rise, rising up, and uh, they're they're eager and anxious and desirous to see the kingdom expanded and one of my passions is, as a father in the faith is to make sure that we pass the baton you know if you ever see a relay race it's a great illustration of the kingdom of god over the generations because typically in like a 400 meter race there's four runners and the key part as you know is passing that baton you could have the four fastest runners but if you drop that baton you're going to lose and um Here's the unique thing. All four people, they're dependent upon each other. And it's just like in the generations. I want to pass the baton because part of the reward I get is what happens to the, what, what the next generation is able to accomplish. There's saints in heaven looking over the rafters right now, looking at us. They're cheering us on because they want to see us do well because they also know that their, <clears throat> their inheritance is tied to us. So I, I believe this is another expression of unity. Often, often many times we think of unity maybe in in our own church or in our neighborhood or in our community and that's really important but you ever think of generational unity where we have learned to honor our past honor our fathers and mothers i know many christians who have been stuck because of offense of the past or they get hurt you know a lot of people right now are complaining about the churches this and that but you know what it's still god's bride it's not perfect but uh, find me a better institution to carry on the kingdom of God and to express the goodness of God. So I just want to encourage people to don't let your past hurts and pains uh, keep you. Don't let that offense keep you from walking and running to the fullness of what God's called you to. Don't let it stop you from grabbing that baton. You know, we don't have to agree with everything that our forefathers taught. I, we don't have to agree with anything that our, our, our family in this current age teaches. Because you know what? Unity is not based on what we believe in that sense. To me, there's just two main things you know, you got to know. Who is Jesus and what he did? That, to me, means if, if, you, if you're good on that, I'm good with you. We're brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. Of course, we love everyone even outside of that. But those we call our brothers and sisters. 
those we are included in the family of God are those who know Christ and nobody did on the cross. Those are the main things. I love a comment that John Wimber used to say many times. His, his view of unity was very simple. I loved it. He just simply said, love what Jesus loves. That pretty much settles it all, don't it? Because Christ is in us and he can love through us. And we've got to learn to get over our offenses, over our issues, learn to forgive, learn to move on, agree to disagree, have healthy discussions because, you know, we can always learn from each other. There's always something we can learn from other people. So I just want to encourage you in this season the church is in, we're all praying and moving towards revival. I believe the extent and the breadth and the depth of this revival will depend much on about how we can walk this out together. If you if you have any historical understanding of revivals of the past, then a lot of reading about it. It always seems that it goes well, then some disunity gets in, uh, some disagreement, doctrinal differences, offense, and you watch it happen. It breaks apart the unity, and the the revival doesn't go as far or as strong as it could, or the, or the the breadth and depth of the kingdom moving forward is always always dependent upon us working together in unity. And even despite our flaws, even despite our inability, God continues to be God and push his kingdom ahead because he's who he is and we get to celebrate him. So God bless you guys. <music>